Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. We'll do it live! Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's June 24th, 2020. I'm your host. I am Travis Bryant. And joining me ASAP will be Cameron Hawkins, co-host extraordinaire. Uh, but until then, let me go ahead and give out all of the pertinent contact information. Uh, this is a fairly interactive show. Reach out and contact us, and uh, we are for sure to um, at least strongly consider. No, no, no. Hit us up. We will certainly get at you. <laughs> there, there are uh, two ways to have your voice heard on this show. First way. Give us a call. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines, and we will talk to you live on the air today on this here show. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. The other way to have your voice heard if you can't call us live is to drop us in a, a voicemail. Hit us up on our voicemail line. You have three unadulterated minutes to uh, ask questions, post comments, uh, rant, rave, yell, scream, whatever you got, that's a place to do it. So drop us a voicemail at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. You can always uh, find us uh, on the email. Mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Hit us up at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Oh, wait, is it? I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm getting ahead of myself. And I'm mixing two things. Email. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. My bad. <laughs> the email is East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Oh, I have the wrong. No wonder I'm. Oh no, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, let us know in the subject or somewhere in the body of the email at least which segment of the show, VIP or non-VIP, that you want your email read. Uh, find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast. Twitter.com/slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk, that's C-E-E, Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Added, find it on Facebook. Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch, or just search uh, East Coast Cats or PWTorch, and you'll see us among the uh, family of Torch pages. Give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it, spread the word that way. Y'all know how it works. So, yeah, so without further ado, let's go ahead and bring our host. What would it be like, Woody? 
Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yes, you sound good. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'm just uh, you know, trying to get through things, trying to maintain, you know, things. Everything's what everything is. So let's just jump right into it. It's not a, <laughs> you know, there's no, is there is one headline for this week, and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, I don't know if if the world were more like the world usually is. I don't know if we'd be able to if we'd be having the same conversation. Um, a lot of things kind of contributed to getting here, and this being something that we kind of talk about. But I mean, the jumping off point. If you kind of just monitor WWE specifically, you might not um, you might not be fully aware of like who David Starr is. Um, you know, David Starr, big UK wrestler, um, has wrestled on on all, all the all the indies you can think of, more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he has been kind of a vocal proponent for um, wrestling having unions and wrestlers having rights. And, you know, as time went on, um, you know, kind of labeled himself as a feminist and, you know, here for women to get uh, their just due and all this kind of stuff. So, like a week ago. And really, I attribute it to a few different things as far as he's concerned, right? But um, <clears throat> a lot of it's, I'd say a lot of it's hubris. You know what I mean? I think it's really thinking a lot of you, um, thinking that you have not a power, but just that you can do anything. You know what I mean? Um, basically, issues like no, this, power. long notes. Huh? I think power. I think a, a power. That's a fair thing to say. Sure, sure. Um, you know, issues this kind of long notes at, um, and it's basically an apology for relationships he's had with women um, and how things are misunderstood and misconstrued. And, you know, he, he cheated and, you know, um, and this is all, like, none of this was, was asked for or warranted. And kind of the crazy thing about it was, and this is what jumped out to me, without me knowing uh, the details, like, without me knowing what it was going to lead to, my first reaction was, like, oh, like, when you do something like this, like, you can apologize to that person, and specifically, like, that woman or those women, you can apologize to them individually, like, in private. But on a public apology, like, where nobody knows who, like, it's not public knowledge who your partners were. Like, these weren't famous women you were dating. Like, you don't say their name. I'll leave that part out, Cam. A sponsored, a sponsored public apology. Yeah, well, well, well. That's kind of the second part, right? Okay. So, um, yeah, it's like, yo, like, you don't, like, put people's names and stuff when they're not talking about your situation. Like, they're not public figures. Like, you don't do that. 
So one of the names and like the most prominent name he was talking about um, is like a kind of common name. I come to find out like it's a friend of mine and like a friend of the show. So like now things are getting weird, right? Like now things are strange. Um, so with all this happening, she kind of retorts like, nah, that ain't what happened. This is what happened. And other women who were mentioned started to come out about how David Starr had sexually abused And so that opens up the floodgates on, I mean, at first, UK wrestling, you started to hear from uh, women who were trained, women who just dated or managers or affiliated or worked in the company, just about all the different things these men they worked with had done to them. And it was just like revelation after revelation after story after story. And the stories ranged from this person took advantage of me when I was drunk to this person took advantage of me during training to I was 16 or 17 dating this 30-year-old who was in charge of the school um, who manipulated me in X, Y, and Z way, which then turns into – um, these American wrestlers have been grooming young girls and young boys um, for years and years, and nobody said because about it. So, like, as much as we get on here and talk about the week in wrestling, like we're known to do, like, that just felt super irresponsible at this point because there's craziness going on. And I, like, the David Starr story is a story that jumps out, but. You have stories about uh, Jimmy Havoc. He very clearly committed crimes against women. Um, And, you know, now he's in rehab uh, for that. Like, that's kind of the jumping off point. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a lot. People have lost jobs. People have lost bookings. Um, Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, I it's a lot to talk about, and I hope that we can make that the focus of our show in a way that pays respect to the people involved, but also acknowledges just how crazy all this is. Yes, absolutely. We most definitely can and should. And and for real, for real, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, I guess we'll, it's, you know, we'll talk. We talk for more than an hour. We everything doesn't have to be, you know, uh, serious, serious, heavy, heavy. You know, whatever. Especially you call in, you talk about what you talk about what you want. Uh, but to have, but there, it would be odd for such. I, I mean, for more trivial things like creative bombshells, people getting fired and things. That, that's not trivial, but but uh, certainly not in the same realm. And we spend, you know, hours, tens and tens of minutes talking about pretty much that one singular topic. I, I, I think we could uh, dedicate some time to talk about this massive, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, earth-shattering, uh, you know, business-wide happening. And yeah. it's one that, you know, you think it's it's one that we all, you know, 
oh, hey, when the floodgates start open, no, we're not surprised. We might be surprised at some of our favorites or some folks whose yeah. work we like, but the overall, they're just like, oh, okay, things are starting to stick now. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And and it does seem a lot of these things do seem. You never you would every time we get caught, you would think it's a it would be absurd if you thought could could you imagine this one thing this one idiotic uh, uh, delusional uh, self whatever all the adjectives you could put on it one little action could then tumble yeah. into this entire movement, this week-long, this thing that's not going to end anytime soon. And yeah. if David Starr wasn't such a, piece, such a piece of shit and such a piece of shit publicly and paid money so people could know how much of a piece of shit he was. This whole thing might not have, you know, ball, that ball so, might not have gotten rolling. I doubt it. Something would have happened. I mean, there's too, too, there's too much. It was a ticking time bomb. If not this, mm-hmm. you know, slide of snow that started the avalanche, one other sheet of, you know, snowfall that started it somewhere else. So, uh, yeah. But go ahead. Start. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, so the reason that the, the Swanson Post came up is because, you know, he's, he's talking about his relationship with one of these women, and she's like, no, like, this is actually what happened. These are the ways you abuse. And then, like, if it wasn't enough hubris to to even write that four-picture notes as apology, like, if that wasn't enough, in his apology or in his clarification of the apology about what he didn't do, he sponsors the post so that, like, it has a bigger signal boost than the person he's supposed to be communicating. So like, make sure his word never, gets out there. I've never seen me. anybody dig themselves a hole like that. It's it's the craziest thing, and, and you know, pull like, everybody like, else into it. Again, I'm not mad yeah. at the people that got caught up, and but goddamn, yeah. he black holes <laughs> into some shit, yeah. and just people felt in that moment empowered uh, enough. Uh, the right the right woman was fed up and saw. The right wasn't fun. It was, it was uh, the way it happened. Was kind of like uh, I, don't, I don't want to you know, disrespect an actual happening, but like the the hundred monkeys thing, where it's like if you teach enough of the population a thing, it's it seems to be you don't have to teach a hundred percent of the people a thing or show them how a thing works. If you there's a certain threshold, if you if you hit that. All of a sudden, seemingly the whole population knows this thing. Like, how does that? How does that work? And and just the right amount of people um, felt um, righteous indignation and went, yeah, enough, enough, and um, shared their story, shared their story, yeah. and which which led to another round of, and then it just built on itself, and and it's really one of those things where where it's kind of amazing how yeah it's uh yeah it's like seriously as far as like something i could relate to personally 
right? It's the most fascinating use of social media I've ever seen. Mm. Like it's on the levels of like when when a, when a, like the, when to hear square and like that kind of stuff was happening. Uh, uh, what was it called? The spring, something spring, Egyptian spring, uh, whatever it was. That kind of stuff. It's on that level when bring back our girls. When we did, all of a sudden the world knew them women and girls in Boko Haram or Nigeria got kidnapped by Boko Haram dudes. It, it's along those lines where it's like, oh, this is this is the uh, this is the pinnacle of of good that a technology can can, can bring us. You know, yes. just awareness, just instantly letting a million people know, which just extrapolate, you know, just builds on itself, and all of a sudden everybody just is aware of a thing, and and this is the this is the time in history for so many things. Uh, I'd like to look at, you know, a hundred years from now, like what this is going to look like on a map or a chart, like. Man, look at all these threads that came together. Uh, uh, you know, summer 2012. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like is, is is Mercury in retrograde or something? Like I don't know these things. Like it just seems like uh, something cosmic almost yeah, is, is is affecting yeah. people. And I mean the. I can't even say, like, the interesting part. Like, it's all the interesting part, right? But, yeah. um, you know, we, we're we in this environment, and granted, like, we, we have to acknowledge, like, we're, we're two guys doing this show. Most of wrestling, podcasting, and radio, and writing is going to be men, right? But, you know, you're always going to have your people in the conversation who are like, how can we believe this person? We need proof. And there's always that portion of it. But man, how so many of these stories from people who had never met each other matched up, I mean, that's, you don't need that necessarily. I and mean, you shouldn't just need that to believe someone. But damn, it may it certainly help. Yeah. Because, yeah. This stuff was just, like, so much of it was just manipulative behavior and the way that you talk to people when you have power over them, making them think that you have their best interests at heart. Yeah, it's saddening, man. And to know that, you know, there are people whose, of course, lives are, you know, irreparably damaged. But, you know, there's, there's people who... There are women who you'll never get to see wrestle, who might have been the next whoever you want to say, because for their desire not to participate in these acts that were designed to hurt them, that would only benefit the person on the other side, they got kicked out of the school. They were no longer invited back or, or weren't allowed to be, you know, around certain people. Like it's, it's such such an insidious and vile and selfish thing that, that we've seen. It really is. Yeah, it's 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 Harvey Weinstein spread amongst the whole I mean, let's not pretend Harvey Weinstein was a one guy in Hollywood that was a fucking racist scumbag, mm-hmm. but that but how he that's just how it was that was the narrative. <clears throat> Certainly at, at at one point. But it's like it's like that spread across, you know, 
the entire industry. And like you said, it started with the with the UK series. <clears throat> and it's just a matter of time. Like what do you think? What do you think? They're special over there? Do you think they're they're extra fucking horrible in the fucking UK system? No. And then it's just a matter of time before the before the uh stories here started breaking. And then the cornet stuff hit and then that took it to a whole nother fucking level. Yeah. That took it to another by. like main journalism level, I should say. Yeah. Like as far as like the, the, the coverage of it. Yeah. Not some yeah, indie fucking in, uh, you know, in the UK. It's like oh here yeah. we go. Yeah, personal feelings aside, man, like I, I don't like to I try to make it a point not to talk about people's spouses because I think like I know that's the thing that I would take the most serious and so I yeah. imagine other people are the same way about what you can and can't say about the people they value the most, right? But the idea that like in in OVW one of the staples was I can help you if you have sex with my wife in front of me. Like, it's just... And I want to be clear. Like, it wouldn't matter if Jim Cornette had the most attractive wife in the entire world. Like, the action is just wrong. And the idea that, you know, you doing sexual favors for us is going to determine your success. Like, it's wrong. Um, Flat out, unequivocally wrong. And you know, it's not even a situation where, from what I've seen, he's necessarily backing down from it. You know what I mean? He's kind of being coy about the whole thing. Um, but it just mirrors and echoes so many other things. Yeah. It, it just mirrors and, mirrors and echoes so many things that are happening right now in that a lot of this seemed to be, you know, if you let me do the things I want to do to you, you can make it further in wrestling. Like that, that seems to be the crux of a lot of it. Or me using my celebrity to make you feel comfortable to take advantage of. Like, very little of it seemed to be built on a, a mutual appreciation or respect. And there's so many of those stories where, you know, I think the other big name with things we can confirm, you know, 15 women at the very least accused Joey Ryan of sexual misconduct. Like... And, again, it's just stuff that you kind of, you know, his character and what it's built on, you never want to believe that a character is just such an extension of a person. Like, you want to believe that stuff stops at home. And so much of it was ride in the car alone with me and I want to touch you in the car. And, um, you know, we're going to lay next to you uh, at this place or push up on you when we're at a restaurant with everybody where you're not comfortable enough to say no. It was just the most disgusting stuff. Um, and I think, you know, David Starr's Twitter is gone. I think Joey Ryan's Twitter is gone. Right? Yeah. I don't think that those are the acts of truly innocent people because these are people who take criticism almost as a second career. You know what I mean? Everything they do mm-hmm. is criticized. Joey yeah. Ryan ain't new to, to criticism of his style and his career. Like, that's David Starr is a, in the pro wrestling business and is probably one of the most m- most progressive voices politically and socially that you could 
that you could, you know, in, in pro wrestling, that's not exactly, uh-huh. it's not like a right-wing fucking goon fest, but it's not the most progressive industry. It's full of the most progressive people. But here he is, uh, a guy that you would think is, you know, that aligns like personally, like, oh, yeah, we align politically this way and that way. and I, you know, But then it doesn't it doesn't matter. Then they turn around and, uh, you know, yeah, just, yeah, it's, it's disappointing. And so anyway, yeah, man, it's, it's, oh. it's just a lot to process. Um, again, like me not knowing that kind of the key person in it all is a friend of mine. It's heavy for me, you know, somebody, who I talk to and I bounce ideas off of, and we've had private conversations about things in wrestling. And I'm certainly not suggesting that this was ever information that they wanted to uh, relate to me. My bigger point is they were willing to no longer discuss it, right? Like they were willing to just let sleeping dogs lie. Like this person is, you know, in the medical profession. And especially right now when you're doing that, like you're literally out there saving lives. There's a bigger, more important picture to you as what's going on. And then somebody who claims to care about you would do this. Like in this moment, would try to make themselves a sympathetic figure in the way that they treated people. Like it's, it's a lot, you know. Um, and I'm certainly not saying that every story about uh, someone being mistreated sexually that you have to have somebody you know involved for it to matter. Like, I don't want that to be the idea, but absolutely, like, it, it makes it hit hard. You know, it, it's a lot. Um, you know, this is the same person who relayed the story about Austin Aries, where, and this was, like, years ago, but they basically let Austin Aries stay over after his show because he was another guy didn't have a place to stay. You know, they asserted that, like, look, we're sleeping in the bed, the girls. You guys are sleeping on the floor. That is the arrangement. And, like, woke up with Austin Aries next to her in bed running outside. Like, there's just a lot of just bad behavior that exists in all spaces, but we are a wrestling show. We are wrestling writers and wrestling analysts, so we're going to talk about the wrestling. Um, and right now, wrestling is fucked. Um, like this, I'm glad that these people, and it's not just women. I, I want to make sure that's that's clear. But of course, um, the majority are women. That's the nature of how this works. But I'm glad these people, you know, found the strength building off that one story to be able to talk about it. Just because just the more and more you hear about it, the worse it gets. Um, you know, I don't want to like not talk about WWE when we talk about this. You know, one of these people accused Matt Riddle of a very serious sexual crime. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of been, you know, he, he's told his side, apparently he brought that to WWE years ago, so we don't know like the exact aspects of that. Whenever I talk about these stories, I always want to make a point. I think it's important to believe women, but you can also still want there to be no crime committed. And I think both of those things can exist on an intellectual level. Um, you know, the other team dream who you know, you know how we used to talk about that guy, Travis. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we, 
we, you know, that was that was he was next. You know, he was the thing. And, you know, there was an accusation on him a few months back and even though it was kinda of cloudy, like I have to admit, it made me not cheer for the guy. Like right. I, and it's, then it's, it's it's impossible for that kind of stuff not to stick in some way. Even if you're like totally true, which makes you know, uh, you know, actual bullshit, false accusations that much more insidious and, and hurtful because it, it it affects so many people in so many different ways. Victims, predators, predators know, uh, you know, and it's it's a, it's a whole it's, it's a whole mess. But then, like yep. now this week, you get more accusations on him from, like, another kid. And it's just like, I, I I don't know if, you know, he was still very much in the main event picture in WWE before, or in NXT, you know, before this week. Who knows if that changes? Who knows if it stays the same? Who knows if they have information? You know, you, you can't spell it all out. Um, but, man, it's uh, it's rough. And I, I'm I'm not one to... I don't put my entertainment before other people's rights, before justice for other people. Like I, I'm, I'm not built like that, but man, you, you wonder how all this is going to play out because you feel like a lot of this, because of the uh, the spotlight that's on certain people and on certain companies, like a lot of this is going to play out in public. And I really hope that we don't, you know, bury it under the rug um, as this goes forward. No, I think we're. I think we're past that. Uh, no, no, no. That's very naive to say. <laughs> I, but I do think there is a new awareness um, from from people who 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 literally just had to be sh- shaken. Had to. It's the equivalent of you gotta you gotta as a as a comfortable white liberal city person where you. Or not, maybe not even to where you, you see a fucking cop kneeling on a guy's throat, murdering him with his hands so casually in his fucking pockets, where you got to just be completely shaken out of your comfort, out of your uh, delusions, out of uh, out of whatever it is you've built up to make you think it's not that bad or it's not my problem or, or both or whatever, some, some form of, of those things. And this, I think, is the equivalent in a lot of ways for a lot of wrestling fans, a lot of men, a lot of people. A lot of girls are seeing this and going, oh, I, I don't have to, like, maybe a cycle can be fucking broken. You know, I don't have to be, allow myself to be victimized. I can fight back immediately or uh, if not in the moment, uh, right afterwards. People will believe me. I don't have to feel shame because they're the fucking piece of shit. They're the person that pushed up on you with the unsolicited, you know, whatever. Um, so if, if if this can do that, then that's certainly a good thing. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, let's not... break people in a threshold. Let's not forget about Marty Skrull, who <laughs> had kind of a crazy story about how he had an ongoing relationship with a 16-year-old, which is, like, legal in, you know, 
English Most is quite light. Yeah, yeah. But it's still fucking gross. And the the larger part of it is when you're in a a relationship, like a, a sexual relationship, and your reply to the sexual relationship is but it's legal, you're probably doing that's, something you shouldn't yeah. be doing. Yeah, that's just like that's, that's the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> if that's like the first thing it's like, well, hey, it's really yeah. awesome. Like saying yeah. like, kind of human being I guess you ain't. It, it, it furthers this idea of there are people who are taking advantage of situations based on letter of the law and are clearly abusing the people they're in relationships with. Um, and you know, and, you know, it's the same folks that would be hypocritical in any other sense. You know, it's that thing of, of you know, uh, uh, you know, twenty-five-year-old man could do some. Oh, boys will be boys. They're immature, but let some fifteen-year-old girl uh, uh, be somewhere where she shouldn't be. Oh well, she was there. She knew what she was doing. She, her little fast self. All of a sudden. <laughs> so not only is the flip flip, it's distorted and perverted, and yeah, it's 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 gross. And a lot of things are uh, uh, becoming way too apparent, like hypocrisy, power dynamics, uh, and 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 it's becoming obvious when people fight against that, or oh, it's legal, or. Uh, uh, that are trying to keep status quo. It's they're exposing themselves, you know. So it's it's that thing where you get to know who your friends are. Certainly, uh, you get to know who your colleagues are and how they respond to things. Your local politician, you know, if the subject is big enough, you know, with the recent shit that's going on, uh, people are exposing themselves. So that's a that's a that's a positive. And, this 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 was a giant expose that that Dave Meltzer or Wade Keller or Brian Johnson none of them this isn't a singularly breaking news on the fucking torch moment. This was a this was an organic you know kind of coming to grips <laughs> moment for for all of us. And um, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be something. It's just not yeah. over. Like, yeah. It is not um, over. Yeah, it's going to get tucked away, and everybody's good. And yeah, no, no, no. It's not how these things work. People sweating. There are people in WWE's and in, in, in AEW's locker room, and indie all indie, indie feds all over sweating that know they're fucking yeah. scumbags. They're like. Fuck! Did I send that shit over? I am. I really send that over text. Shit. So yeah, it's just a matter of uh, of, of of time and just watching the body fall. So all right, let's uh, let's get some other folks' opinions. On the topics and subjects at hand. 
Uh, give us a call on the Constellation lines at 347-202-0103. I see a few numbers I don't recognize. Uh, press 1 for you folks that don't know uh, on your keypad, and um, that'll put your hand up to let to let me know here on the switchboard that you want to talk to us and you're not just hanging out on the line. So let's... Uh, Let's uh, let's talk to Kyle. See where, see see what he's got. Kyle, what's well, on your mind this week, man? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Yeah, right. fair. Hanging in there. Same here. Same here. I hate to be the bearer of more bad news. However, there is another big, heavy topic that we must cover, so I figure I might as well be the one to help rip that Band-Aid off now. Okay. As apparently multiple WWE staff members have Mm -hmm. tested positive for coronavirus. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you're, one, you're running shows out of like the, the American epicenter for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Like, right. You're in the dirtiest southern state in the country. Um, you're, you're, you have a job that requires like, touching constantly um, in a very thick space and not only people are touching, but people are sweating. Touching? That is, really that is the least of their things. If this was a handshaking job, that'd be like, well, okay. This is a, I'm a sweat yeah. and spit in your eye business. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, drop, like, it impacts droplets. And, and, you know, um, you know, Rich, you know, is, is a coach. You know, my, my best friend is a coach. Most of my friends, um, are involved in education or coaching. So it's constantly like I've seen so many things here shut down. I've seen middle school preseason football camps have to shut down because a kid tested positive. So, like, this was just going to happen in WWE. It just was, you know. So it took longer than we thought. Yeah, like, they just well, need to shut the thing down. Well, the thing is, Cam, like, like our – Dickhead and Chief the White House said it was really that. If well, if we weren't texting so much, then we wouldn't know, you know, people wouldn't have it. That's what WWE's basically been doing. They've been testing a bunch of you know, people that make money for them, but they pretend that fucking Joe Smith that's in the PC that they use for you know, audit audit spotter well, we're not going to spend money to test him because he's not yeah. a top tier or even middle tier or low tier talent. He's a PC guy. And it's, and, and it's absurd. We talked about it, I think, last week. Uh, I talked about it with somebody, I, I, I do remember. And, and it's that same thing of, well, we weren't testing and we didn't know. So who knows what's been yeah. – it's just like with the rest of the country. Who knows what people ha- have – or had and got over, and, you know, whatever. There's just no real, 
organized, competent way of getting this on a mat on a scale that this country, uh, the size and scale this country is. Yeah. And it was just a matter of time. And yeah, how did it take so long? Um, it's yeah. I, I, I certainly this has got to you know, folks, guys like Roman Reigns and and. If you were, uh, you know, Roman's not a team player. You were first in the game. Uh, but you uh, you have to be like, oh, well, Roman Reigns is looking looking like not even the, like a smart guy. He just looks, he just has common fucking sense. Yeah, looks like a rational human being. Yeah. He's a genius. He's got some, some, some seer that saw the future. You're not Negro Domus, some Mo Domus out this bitch. He's a fucking guy with a health issue that went, this is a good idea. You know, it's a health issue, or underlying health issue. You understand this is a good idea. I'm telling you, this is stupid. I'm going home. So. Just shut yeah. it down, man. This is It's making more and more sense every day. I don't, they're not. Uh, they're going to push through. Um going to take somebody not uh, not an announcer, not a performance center, you know, trainee. Somebody with a title. Somebody with a title. Take, or, or just somebody that matters in management. If not Triple H or Vince or Stephanie themselves, but Kevin Dunn, he can't, he can't, who they, who they going to do going to run this shit if Kevin Dunn gets sick? Yeah. My man from NXT going, he can't even step up and do it. You know, they'll be well, if, if, if Lucky Beaverton comes down with some kind of uh gets you know, some coming down with that Roni. So they're 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 playing with fire. They know they're playing with fire. They're good at playing with fire. They've been playing with fire for four fucking decades and with a lot of things. So I think they think they can manage it. Uh but this is different. Certainly, one blow of the wind, one, I mean, literally, one fucking change of the wind could, could take all this shit down. And I don't know why why, why that's worth the risk. Uh, Kylan, anything else for us? Well, well Travis, to, to, to fill in the point you just made, P, PW Insider is reporting that. Wrestlers and production staff of different sorts across the board have tested positive. We 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 are just not being told at this time who these individuals might be. So for all we know, Kevin Dunn could be positive. For yeah. On the virus, and we don't know. Well, he's not. We would know because if Kevin Dunn was sent home for two weeks, it would. It, there's no way they could they could hide that. It, but, it would just. Your, the only way your thing could work is if he tested positive and he was like, "Fuck it, I'm coming to work anyway." That was. That's a whole different story. That's a that's and you know, yeah. But. To to answer who 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 could who could run things is here 
is not there. Remember, J- Jeremy Borash is there, and he he's like the number two or number three guy in NXT. Okay. <laughs> he ha- he has over eighteen years of wrestling production experience with Impact. Oh, you're so. coming up with uh, who could replace Dunn on in the pickle? Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, especially in the way they shoot Raw and SmackDown and NXT now with the no with no crowds, uh, it would be a lot easier to to hide and to, to get over visually, but it would be a whole, it would be a bigger story. We would know if somebody like, uh, I don't think they're hot, that good at hiding, <laughs> you know, maybe some executive or somebody that works in WWE headquarters for sure. I guess in that, but we don't, but anybody that's on the road every day, every week and, and is gone for two weeks, I don't think they could hide that. They've just been lucky. They've just been lucky. They either got a bunch of, they got people that's asymptomatic or, you know, if they are exposed and they don't get, you know, sick or sick, sick. Uh, and they, I think it's just a matter of luck. And then we got baseball and, and you know, set to have a bullshit ass 60, 60 game season with stupid ass rules. Oh, I, I'm going to say this right now uh, publicly. I said it to my man and I, and, and I am. There will never be another 162 game baseball season again, uh, and that's probably yeah, that's probably the best thing for baseball survival, long term survival in American fucking sports, uh, in the pantheon of American sports, uh, because they get clobbered by football every time the best part of baseball is happening. They just get you know, it, it, August baseball should be like. Yes, yeah, it's really picking up, but people care more about preseason football than they do when the, the season's really, like, getting good. And you can't compete with that. Like, you'd be mad and be like, oh, baseball's my favorite sport. I've done it for decades. And every year people get, you know, but you got to adapt. And just 100-game season, season starts May 1st, and it ends World Series in some, in some time in August. <laughs> and 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 you you, you readjust um, the August class. They're even forcing it. They're forcing it. You know football is going to force it. And basketball is doing whatever they can do. They're they're about to fuck themselves up for the next five years schedule wise because so they can just, just get to in get, a, their season just off. To get a playoff yeah. in and it's just absurd. Um, so WWE is not alone in the risk taking. And they will not continue to be lucky. And, and if, shit, nine Phillies, like six Phillies and three front office people got 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 the Roni. So it, it, these motherfuckers is out of their mind. And the same shit we've been saying about WWE since March, we're gonna start saying about fucking. I won't say Paul Tackley, uh, 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 you know, the commissioners and shit in the main sport in the in the big sports. It's just uh, such a bad look. Yeah. So, all right, Kyle. Appreciate you, man. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, fucking Corona, man. That shit ain't going nowhere. It's coming back with a vengeance. 
Somebody at my at my job, they sent around the thing. They was like, uh, you know, somebody at the club had uh came down with came down with corona and we they talked to everybody or sent out some kind of thing. So everybody that's in their vicinity or worked with directly with them gotta know that we didn't in our department. So it's like, okay, that's heartening. You know, we're not like directly in contact. But still we I'm sure we know the same Walk up the same steps to hold the same railing and you know all that shit. Well, it's uh, what's happening as far as um, campus stuff goes. Uh, are they, are right they now, we're, actually, we don't right now looking like we're having uh, classes on campus in the fall, like. Okay. I've been working from home for dang, damn near four months now. So even though Abbott is all like gung ho and you know, second grandma, second the the universities yeah. or at least you, you guys uh, are like, no. yeah, like classes that absolutely have to be in person, like your automotive classes or like your welding stuff. They're going to attempt to do those in person, but everything else is going to be virtual, at least through the fall. Yeah, but if people don't, if people don't care, another, you know, if they're still, you know, if the, if the, if the places are still full or not full, but. If you know, people still hanging out and doing dumb shit, going to pool parties, and what difference does it make if you don't? Campus is closed. Yeah. Everything sucks. All right, let's uh, keep it moving. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three is the number to call. Let's talk to. Oh, and the chat room is also open, by the way. Uh, Green Beasley, hello East Coast. I'm uh, out west. Save me. I'm not sure what that's what that meant. Is that him online? On what's nine one two? Well, I told him put your hand up. So if he didn't put his hand up, I guess that's not him. That's Georgia anyway. Uh, so anyway, let's talk to who we talking to. Let's talk to Mike. Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, what's going on, man? What up? East Coast Cash Family Crime Cam, what's going on, man? How you doing? Yeah. Doing all right, Mike. This shit crazy. Oh, this shit, yeah, it is. This is crazy. I, I I heard about Cam giving motherfuckers jewelry up there. That that that's food for thought. I'm on Twitter and all that. <laughs> some day, some the motherfuckers is is is, is it Uchi Wally Wally? Is it one Mike? Like, Yo, what's going on? I, and we didn't even talk. We didn't even talk about that. Right, like we didn't even talk about Sandy Duvall. Like about who? We totally skipped that Sandy Duvall. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, with his like uh, on the fucking liking somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike, I did. Uh, I deleted that because I couldn't confirm that it was him that actually like liked that, or if that was a fake shot. Yeah. Like they didn't want to play that man out like that. How? Mm. Um, yeah. Still, just the act of like 
I don't know. Like, I, I don't find the humor. I don't think rape jokes are funny at all anyway. Like, I understand that different people have different, like, but that wasn't a rape joke. I think we should. I think we should. Uh, okay. I, I, let's I, I, yeah. yeah. That is not a well thought out like comedy routine. Really that was with, like a bunch of guys who like talk like that. I guess you should say yeah. right. Um, and it's basically like it's basically like what Travis? Like uh, yeah. I, I had a trial at the Performance Center in 2016. And I saw Sasha Banks, and I just wanted to rape her. What the fuck? Like Why did your mind go go there? It's like a fucking Family Guy bit. Ooh, I want to strangle the shit out of her. And they go, wow, buddy, that's where your mind goes. And the, the, the criminal guy, the prisoner goes, oh, yeah, man, I think you're right. I, why does my mind go to these places? What the fuck? I want to fuck the shit out of her? Sure. I'm not saying you shouldn't, shouldn't have lustful thoughts. That's not me to judge, but... You know, a wafer is a lot different than I. And, and why do you have to? And, and the fact that yeah, that, that yeah, that's not a rape joke. That's just you expressing just, just rapist. That's just you expressing rapist thoughts. Like this breaks on what night was it, Travis? Uh, Sunday. Uh, it's like two nights ago or a night ago or something, you know. And oh. Tasha Banks got on the phone with that man, said he apologized. And he still got to understand that what he did was not okay. And that's, I mean, she ended up the right way. AEW, to their credit, and I have to say to their credit, like, they suspended the man indefinitely. Um, Without pay. And, yeah, they're going from there, you know, without pay. Um, And I think that's what they had to do. Like, I think that is what had to happen in this game. You know what I mean? Like, case you let that slide. And so so him liking a tweet saying people are too sensitive, I don't know if that is him or not. I'll be hanging out with these Jesus fans who are too much who will make things up to be candid about wrestling. Um, so I had to take that down. But, like, he, I mean, his apology for what it was, like, seemed heartfelt. Again, he got on the phone with Sasha and they talked about it. Like, that's all you can do in the moment. But, like, if, if the AEW women's locker room was like, yo, I'm not comfortable being around that guy, you'd have to let him go. And that would have to be what it was. Like, that's not, like, I think the three of us are, are similar in at least the company we keep, Michael Travis. Like, if we was with somebody and we saw a girl and somebody randomly was like, yeah, I want to rape her, like, we're not kicking it with that dude no more. Or, like, well, you get no. checked right there in the moment. Like, right there in the moment. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? Like, you don't. You don't move like that. And so they would have Absolutely to understand that's how they felt. Like, like, yeah. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a father of three young men, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I always try to tell them, you know, be respectful. You know what I mean? Even in your conversation with your little girlfriend, because, you know, I got you. That's at the age now where they're, you know, getting involved with, you know, young girls and all that. Things right. that nature. That's, you know, coming up, growing up. These teenagers, 14 and 17 years old. So I try to, right. you know, guide them as much as possible, you know. But that shit, you know, they're saying that ain't going to fly. And the thing that's peculiar to me with Sammy and, and, and uh, Marty and um, what's going to be Joey Ryan and all that shit, that's just funny to me is, these 
AEW, and I'm and, and it ain't just them, but I'm but I gotta go in that direction first. These mm-hmm. AEW execs, they sitting on their fucking hands too quiet. Like I haven't heard nothing from Cody, I haven't heard nothing from Kenny, but Bucks, like what's what, what's up? Like I mean, they still got on the the, the 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 Sammy Guevara thing. I'm pretty sure with, of that. What, what did he say? Or at least he retweeted a thing that AEW's official account okay. uh, like, tweeted the out. The issue is, yeah, I was telling people, Mike, like, the the, the biggest problem, like, Cody, uh, you know, Cody, it's easy to be a boss when you don't have employees. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's real easy to be in charge when you ain't got nobody to be in charge of, like, when nobody's making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you can just kind of be the exec, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Mac Brown, you know, I was I was a junior when we won the national title, and I can't tell you Matt Brown's X's and O's. Like, I genuinely don't know him. But what I can say is he's a great manager in a situation that doesn't have flaws. Once things break down, he wasn't looking so hot. And, like, the game has passed him up. You know what I mean? So when Cody's like, you know, we, uh, we see that there's, uh, the mistreatment of African Americans in wrestling, and they should be bigger stars. It sounds nice, but when it's time to actually, you know, do the thing that shows that you understand the difference, it's hard for him. I think that's hard for anybody who ain't never been in charge before. And so I do think that, like, even though they did a good uh, a good move, like, nah, Cody, who always has something to say, as soon as stuff got hard, Cody got a little quiet. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the reality of it. And it's not a knock to the guy, but, you know, it's, it's easy when it's easy and it's hard when it's hard. And, and you have to make it – you got to make it both. Yeah, I hear you on that one, man. But this shit is just – it's critical. Like, it's very eerily, very reminiscent um, of those early 90s games. Like, what, you know what I mean? That was going on. This shit is just and, – and, and to have it, you know, and like I – like you guys said, I don't think this is the end of it. I think this is just the beginning. I feel like big more people are going to start coming forward. Bigger names are going to start being, you know, questioned and, and called to the podium. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think this is just the beginning of it. And I was looking at what uh, Rebby Hardy has said. She was like, yeah, she was like, I mean, they even look at Medusa and all those girls, you know what I mean? You know, Tom with that shit. Like, oh, yeah, kind of like, crazy. Talk, they were like, talking about eight balls being dropped. Right? Hold up, Mike. We, we keep talking about, about who? We're not talking yeah, about what? Yeah, Mike, I'm sorry. Um, But we keep talking about, like, who did what. Like, you know, my uh, thing for a while, and when I say my thing, <laughs> like, the thing I was dealing with and having to explain was, like, Jim Cornette losing his job at NWA, and, and even in the thing that I wrote. I didn't say they shouldn't have hired Jim Cornette. What I said was this shows a flaw in logic and ideology from Dave Lagon. Right? Right. And now look, and now look at Dave Lagon. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, for being mm-hmm. the scumbag that I was implying he was because you don't just miss like a joke like Jim Cornette told and, and not see the flaw in it if you live it right. Like it just it don't go like that. Yeah, you know I mean, so come to find out, he's a scumbag, and, and and they gotta cut ties with him. And just think about all like the positives that NWA had going, 
turns out the two people in charge of it might be the ones that stop them from from shot. Like, or certainly the one in charge and the one possibly the, biggest, the, face, the biggest name, the maybe. The guy behind, yeah. 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 Personality. I was just wondering, like, who, who, who would they put, you know, in that position now? You know, that's capable of running that company and things of that nature. But I think this shit puts a lot of companies and a lot of guys main value and all that in one ball. You see, they just got Jack Gallagher. Or... Chikara never ran another shot. I don't think they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, Jack Gallagher, gone. Because they said they were oh, their moving. Finish. finish. I don't understand why any dub is playing with Jimmy Havoc. I feel like he needs to be released. Yeah, I think that a lot of that, Mike, is like addiction counseling. You know what I mean? Like it, right. that stuff they might not feel like they can fire the guy. Like if if they can, you know, find justifiable reasoning to say like, you know, guy was dealing with addiction. Like they 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 have to. I think as certain employees, like they have to kind of honor that. But yeah. yeah it's, I don't know, man. It's the a lot. Yeah, yeah um, with the treatment and all that. But it's just, it, it, it's just crazy. And then they had, like, I mean, like, I ain't even finished uh, the shit I, you know, I read. But Rebby Harvey, you know, she, she put out there and was like, see, all these years I wasn't the, you know what I mean? The hard-headed. All these years I wasn't what? Difficult. She wasn't what? Difficult. I wasn't being difficult. Oh. And I wasn't, yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> I mean, she still, there, there are things about her and Ashley Massaro that, that she needs to deal with. You know what I mean? Like, in the context of this conversation specifically, like, you you holding a grudge against this person when, like, the un, this unspeakable crime may have happened to them. Like, that's, that part's on me. Like, it's not, you're not vindicated by all this from behind. Like, you know, and Medusa and Missy, Missy High and all those girls speaking out. Medusa talked about H Bomb being dropped in uh, female drinks back in the early 90s. And that's yeah. what Cowboy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's the business of the in 2020. Imagine how many years ago in Yeah, somebody tried to come out, Mike, and say, like, like well, I got my um, like it was basically about not believing women, and the crux of it was like, you know, I came up under uh, Wahoo McDaniel, who taught me the game and who to trust. I'm like, yo, like you're talking about like one of the leaders of like the the most outlaw time in wrestling. Not listening right. to fucking 1982 about how women are. Like what the fuck? Right, motherfuckers who took pride in drinking and driving. You know, right. like, here some stories, you hear the pride in their voice about how, yeah, after this bar fight and I'm sliding, I'll hit the road and just like, oh, wow. Getting pulled over and the sheriff knew who he was, so we let him go and you know, that's how it was. And, right. yeah. That's why I say shit, shit from that era would have never stood a chance on social media. We would have a bunch of fucking convicted felons. Convicted fucking felons. With social media, and I mean, like, with all this news and all that breaking, this shit pretty much overshadowed, 
you know, all the product for everything that I have seen. You know what I mean? I'm trying to, you know, get glimpses of it. I want to get you guys to take, you know, just to shift away from that because I've been I'm listening to so many fucking podcasts about this, 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 this matter, which is, is, is a heavy deal, but shift away a little bit. What y'all making is, um, when it takes all shit, uh, uh, what in that feet, like, you think they're trying to do away with the North American shit that, that's so soon? Yeah, I didn't understand the champ versus champ angle. Both titles on the line, the old, yeah, we sort of got into that a little bit last week. I can't imagine that a year into the North American title being a thing, just think of where it was, you know, when they first when they first introduced it and the matches they had uh, 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 for, for for the contendership and for the title itself. Seemed like a, a title that would be around for forever, for decades, you know. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't I don't get Keith even recently, Keith Lee's uh, attention to the North American title was good. So it's not like it fell off. So I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if they go, well, maybe we're just in, until we get back to normal. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. counterintuitive. You would think you would need want more action and TV segments um, in, in these lean times. You wouldn't want to track. I don't, I don't get it. I'm confused. And we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. And all the last thing with all this shit going on, not only get both of y'all's opinions and listen to me, I think um the I think it's over, like for another team, like as far as the push and all that shit. Probably being in the thick of things. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he's not released like toward the end of the year. And if for no other reason, then I'm not. I would be surprised if they just like we have to cut ties with this guy. Like, yeah. like regardless of if we if we have confirmation on all this, like this might just be too much to get. Like he might not be worth the investment. You know, like it's because we're not talking about like, women saying he's or women saying like he uh, makes him uncomfortable. We're talking about like influencing children. <laughs> Like, it's different, you know what I mean? Like, I think both things can be bad, but one can be, like, yeah, I I, ooh, I don't know, man. Yeah, come to grips with, uh, with certain things and certain folks that are just, you know, not going to be something that we can or should get over. Right. And if you find yourself yeah, getting over, you know, remind yourself <laughs> what it is you're trying to get over, and and, and don't. And I want I, I, this, this, this is definitely the last something. How long yeah. you guys think Paul Heyman lasts in WWE? Yeah. Mm. Do you think this will be the time for him to get out and go to, you know, somewhere yeah, else? Because if we'd have said this, you know, 15 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago, we would have been right every time. If Or if at the time we said, oh, he's done, we would have been right. Or if you'd have said, oh, he's done, but he'll be back, you would have been right. <laughs> because he's always done, and then he comes, always, somehow, he comes back. 
So yeah, unless yeah. he's done as a performer, if they feel he's got some value, he's always going to have some value as long as he can run his face and get somebody over. Yeah. If I yeah, see WWE, that's who I'm calling. Like, <laughs> there, you, there you go. Exactly. I, I, I think you, you know something. I thought that too. I thought, give or take, I give him to his contract expired for him to land somewhere as you know, in the creative world with, with, with another company. Shit, are we sure Paul Heyman don't got all kinds of uh, pervert skeletons in this closet? Shit, who knows? Right. He's like, nah, I just, I just uh, rob people and maybe just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just totally for the grave, but you know, but right. not sex. Right. Like, let's not get crazy. And that's a difference. And we, it's a joke. It's but there yeah, is, there is, there is, there's a difference. I will watch, I will watch and enjoy a man's creative endeavors if I know he's a liar, and for sure he's. Stolen from people. I can't enjoy a pedophile's uh, work. <laughs> like, mm, I don't care how good Annie Get Your Gun or that stupid Woody Allen movie is. Like, I'm not going to. Like, I can't. Like, no. Like, my brain just won't allow it. I'd just be sitting there the whole time like, such a fucking scumbag who's made this art. And I'm just, no, it just wouldn't be enjoyable. I mean, I'm enjoying and you should probably remind yourself you're enjoying the work of a fill in the blank. And if it's certain things, yeah. And the last thing I'm going to mention to you guys, did you guys hear um, Jimmy Corderis' comment that uh, Bruce Pritchett is going to bring the non fan guys? Whatever. It's, it's, already it's stupid on its face. It's just fucking absurd. It's put her on the bench. Like how do you immediately put like the hottest act on social media on the bench? Who's that? Yeah, exactly. Like. Liv Morgan. <laughs> okay. Like, basically they used her as the uh, like as the, the the loser side of the Natalia and uh, Natalia and Lana storyline. Yeah. Like so when you say put her on the bench, you mean just took her off TV? No, no, no. I mean just made her the third fiddle. Oh. And and apparently cut out her offense from the match. <laughs> because she was showing pictures of it on social media. Like, cut out her offensive maneuvers from the match to make uh oh, Jason look more dominant. Like, so they didn't, they didn't produce her to have a le- lesser physical role. They edited an actual match that already happened into her being less. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she, if I, if I'm her, I go around and go look, look at how that, look at this headlock I did, and they didn't put it in. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think she. Yeah, I don't know if I ever do that. That's bold. Can't miss talent. That, 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 yeah, but what's some guts on her to, to go look at these motherfuckers? Look how Absolutely. heavy they are, or how something they are. That's. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh. Thanks, Mike, man. Appreciate you. 
I was talking to Rich a couple of weeks ago. Like, what are they doing in NXT? Like, they had all kinds of skits and all kinds of slapstick happening on NXT. That was a couple of weeks ago. He was telling me about, like, what the fuck? What's going to be left once things get back to normal, whatever that ends up being? Not even just what, you know, shit that should happen. Like, just creatively. It didn't just. This is a time, I I would think this is a time, I don't know, maybe, I've never, I'm not a creative person, I don't create, maybe I should not, but it just seems like this would be a time where you could take chances and try new things, I'm not hearing none of these things from wrestling. They're not trying to innovate in any way with this, and you know, they're not they they're not turning uh, lemon lemonade from lemons. They're just I don't fucking know. This you know, invention is the mother of all necessity, or necessity is the mother of all invention. They don't. There's no. There's no. They don't feel the need. There's no necessity. They're just. A fucking machine chugging along with, 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 I don't get it. I don't get I mean, I, right, I mean, this is the time where you would, you would think if you're going to force yourself and have a show, then, I don't know, whatever. 912, we've got a, oh, we got a couple numbers I'm not used to. We got 912 and then 253. We'll go in that order. First, 912. 912, who's this and where are you from? Hold Marcus from Savannah, Georgia. What's good, what's up, y'all? Marcus? Right, what's going on, man? Long time no here, I think, right? We've talked to you before, right, Marcus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to call a long time ago, and I talked to y'all on Twitter here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, pretty much two things. I see A&E is dropping episodes of biography that features Shawn Michaels, Booker T, and Ryder Piper. I'm really? thinking, are they doing this to uh, to uh, be in competition with Dark Side of the Ring? Yes. Yeah. 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 Astute observation, because yes. Because uh, Booker T said on, uh, and this was last year when they recorded, the one that's already in the can, I know for sure, is Booker T's episode, because he talked about it on the show when they were filming it, when A&E came to Houston to film it. And uh, pretty much one more thing I had, you can put me yeah. back on hold. About two weeks ago, maybe three, Vince Russo was on Conan's podcast, and okay. he said that uh, something was coming out in the next couple of weeks that was pretty much going to rock the industry, that was going to, you know, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. What's going on right now? I'm thinking this, this is what he was talking about, but he doesn't have any, he doesn't really have any that I know of, any good relationships with any of the key reporters of the industry, you know, the ones that's important. But again, though, Mark, it's like, like legit news. at the beginning of the conversation, this isn't, this wasn't a Meltzer, Keller, Johnson breaking news from Powell kind of story. This was a... Yeah. So, uh, you can know all the writers and 
news uh, newsletter publishers that you want. This wasn't a scoop ready to be that was being held. That was. And I'll, and I'll say this part of it, not and to to not discredit that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though I do think that David Starr's hubris is why it's so bad. If you told me that he knew, just like my man Earl Thomas from down the street, you know, he found out TMZ had video, and so he gets on the night before to try to tell his side. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, a story was coming and he felt the need to jump in front of it and just went too far by a lot. Uh, well, that's, isn't that a little different? Because he's a direct, he's who the story was going to be about. And if he gets win, then that's like understandable. You get and then you want to try to get ahead of it. But Vince fucking Russo knows about like these all these individual like UK wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. yeah, that's a little, I, I that's that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. So yeah, Marcus, don't be a don't be a stranger, man. Mm-hmm. Over oh, so man. Let's uh, go on to two five three two five three. Who might this be? What up? Hey, it's Bruce. It's Bruce Lee in Seattle. What? Hot motherfucking Bruce finally <laughs> got, uh, decided to put put his thesis down and and, and give his uh, good pals the East Coast cast a call. What's up, Doc? Um, that's the first. Just you know, I called in late. I had a I had kind of a, a unofficial job interview before this, so I got that's why I got on late. But uh, nice. first, Cam. That was a nice interview. Very well done. Uh, oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, she didn't hold back. Yeah, you yeah. picked the right hold back. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and, and I will give Cam a, 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 a full um, time to get that plug in and, and tell you where he, what, what Doc is talking about. And he had a little bit. Go ahead, Doc. But uh, so I, I don't know about y'all, man, but because I missed the first part of the discussion, but I just I haven't been able to watch wrestling in a couple of weeks, basically since yeah. not just since all this shit went down, but since I just can't get over the fact that they haven't been testing, and now all this shit comes out where they have a couple dozen people testing positive. So it's just it's just I don't know if I can like you were saying about the pedophiles. I think that's part of it too. Like how can you enjoy pedophiles' work, but then mm-hmm. how can you also enjoy the work of people who enable pedophiles? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, That's I mean, we as wrestling fans have a lot, a, a lot to account. I mean, we're we're some of the easiest markish, you know. I mean, no other fan base of in any other genre would put up with the things that we we deal with mm-hmm. uh, over and over again, year after year, decade after decade, and we just because we not we can stop watching certain. Uh, shows or certain channels, there's not a ton of there's really, until last October, no other mainstream, glossy high production value wrestling to, to, to get the last 50 years uh, the last 15, 20 years uh, and before that even it's just it, it, we're a special bunch <laughs> in, the, in the wrestling <laughs> business and, and fandom uh, that's for sure but when you get into other fandoms and really like niche audiences, you realize we're not that special. You know, whether you're into, um, you know, whatever, anime or just think of something that's just popular among a certain fan base. But just, Fantasy you know, sports. 
yeah, whatever it might be, it's uh, yeah, we're 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 bunching. Yeah. Well, last thing before before I go to uh, just real quick, mm-hmm. like AEW, man, I I I don't know how much more patience I have for them for all the things that they said that they're going to do and will do, but they never did. And then my I think the biggest thing for me is. Is it just me, or does Cody always seem to pass the responsibility off for people of color and the women's division to Brandy, the only person who's a woman and black on their board? I will defer to my wife. Um, yeah, I think that, again, the, the, the issue with, with, with Cody, the bigger thing is, like, you decided to come out and tell us how different you were going to be. Like, nobody asked you Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean, like... You were trying to ride that wave, and mm-hmm. and and now it's and pretend that it wasn't a wave, and then it's a fucking wave of of performative wokeness, and mm-hmm. it's not. It, yeah, I'm sure to an extent it's genuine, but yeah, there's there's a lot of holes in your in your in your game and your company's. Uh, uh, game and hiring practices and, and all this, and it's a, you know talking to talk is just going to take you so far. You're, you're coming up on a year into this thing, officially TV product. We're coming up on you know I think we're well past the year where it was like you know a thing AEW those initials they knew it was going to so uh, yeah people are going to stop cutting. The, People are going to stop cutting people like Cody Slack. Yeah. They're not going to give Tony Khan the benefit of the doubt after a while. Just, just people are going to be like, no, why the fuck should we? Yep. And, it, and it becomes worse because we thought you were, we thought you were on our side. We thought you were an ally. We thought we had our uh, uh, best interests at heart. And then it turns out that it was just performative and it just makes it that much worse. He'd have just been a good old boy, typical. We knew where we stood and how much harder we'd have to fight. But no, we thought we had a friend. And again, I don't know. I'm sure, he's still a decent human being. <laughs> but mm-hmm. when you're, like Cam said, when you're in charge of things and the pressure is on, it's like they say about being president. Like it doesn't, it, is, it doesn't make you anything. It just exposes who you really are. Kind of, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's that like you're in you're you're at the top. All the decisions, certainly a lot of the decisions, last decisions, are are in your <clears throat> are under your influence, in your control, in your power. And uh, pressure's on, and you see how you react. Yep. And we're not going to yep. forget in you know six months, a year, when the next thing, next crop of controversy happened. And we're not going to give you the benefit of the doubt then or yeah. So you prove yourself. Or if ever. So why well, yeah. uh, everyone check out Cam's interview with Faye Jackson. You should be be good, stay safe. I know there's a rise in Texas, so you know, just be safe, y'all. Thanks my man. Well, Cam, appreciate it. <laughs> uh so yeah, so before we talk to Darrell and then things, uh go ahead, Cam, talk to give the full throated plug of what the heck Back, Bruce, what you're about. Yeah, man. So um, over the weekend, I did 
I mean, I, I feel like I should call it long form. I, I don't know how long it took to read the thing, but it, uh, I'm a long form interview with, uh, with Faye Jackson. Um, it's, you know, a, an all text interview. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to make it super official, right? Um, yeah, we've been meaning to do it for a little while. Um, we got together and talked about, um, you know, what her WrestleMania weekend plans were, adjusting to the world of COVID-19. We talked about uh, the GCW show, you know, who she thinks is kind of the people she thinks are leading the industry right now. We talked about uh, wrestlers being able to speak up for what they believe in, um, you know, why she feels like the majors don't approach her, um, you know, how she feels like she's been marketed versus how she should be marketed. Uh, just a really, like, fun, thoughtful interview. Like, I love her mind and her attitude. You can find that on uh, Fan Sided DDT. Uh, just, uh, you know, search Faye Jackson. Um, yeah, so we did, uh, ooh, we probably sat down, man, and talked for, I don't know, two hours, just kind of about everything. Just, uh, she's lovely, man. She really is great. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys read that and enjoy that. Click on it a bunch of times so I get more money. You know, good stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, and, and while you're at it, tell them about South Carolina. Yeah, man. So it's it's been like it's been kind of ebbs and flows, um, yeah. you know, with protesting, with um, you know, me and my partner not being in the same space, setting up interviews. Yeah, we've been um, you know, we've been kind of off and on. But South Congress podcast, South Congress with a K. You can find that on um, all your different podcasting platforms. I'm talking about typically the week in pop culture. I mean, it's been a bit more serious as of late talking about things going on in our world. Uh, we do plan to have an episode up uh, this weekend. Um, and, you know, while that's going, you guys can listen to uh, Travis on the Demon Dust podcast. Right now I'm covering, I don't know what chapters you guys are on now, um, yeah. but, you know, since the show is not going on right now, Travis is running through the books. Um, and so I think episode three is the most recent one. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of content up there. If you guys are looking for stuff to listen to, um, you can get that uh, South Congress with a K wherever you listen to podcasts. Awesome. Now let's uh, wrap things up and head to Georgia and talk to our good pal, Darrell. What's going on? What's on your mind? What up? What's going on, you guys? How y'all doing today? Doing all right. Uh, you know. Yeah. Good as we can do. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that, man. Especially after this week, a week or so that's been going on, of all mm-hmm, the um, yeah. not craziness. I, I'm uh, enlightenment, enlightenment that's been going on. That's what I like to say. Absolutely. Enlightenment. Mm-hmm. I think it all needed to come out and stuff like this. So I've been, I've been enjoying seeing people get exposed and stuff like that. By by meaning and enjoying people getting exposed by people showing who they truly are. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, man, I was listening to a lot of stuff y'all was talking about. I know, um, yeah, fuck David Starr, fuck Joy Ryan, uh, Marty Scroll is, is becoming a, a problem, a big problem. Nobody from ROH coming out. Nobody from R. Remember now, he the head Booker, and nobody coming out there saying nothing yet. Speaking on him or anything, but I wouldn't expect when they ran by St. Clair, and you know St. Clair, one of them big right wing people, and they don't had a lot of people who love to grab the pussy. So I'm pretty sure he probably get a raise from um, for his little parts of it. So, 
That's why they're not worried about letting him say nothing or coming out saying nothing to him. Um, I know y'all spoke on um, Dream. I don't think it was another kid that came out. It was another guy who came out and was trying to confirm what those kids were saying, saying that he uh, spoke to those those three boys. And um, he thinks that their story is true. But I guess after they were threatened to uh, be legal, yeah, all right, to have legal uh, proceedings happen to them, they went, they went ghost. So it wasn't more accusations. It was somebody trying to confirm it by saying they spoke to the kids, and the kids went ghost after being threatened by legal. So I know that was with him. Hmm. And, um, you know, and, you know, you got the other people who have been um, not saying anything. You got the Zach Zaber Juniors. You got the Will Ospreys. You know, New Japan ain't going to say nothing because, you know, their culture over there, they don't really, you know, care too much about stuff like that. All you got to do is look at anime, uh, uh, anime type of stuff and what they put in there. So they don't, in their movies, so you don't know, they're not going to too much speak on it. Yeah, it would, it would be tough. It would be tough for for certain entities to, to, to come out. Even with, with it, it, it's, it's, like when, like when WWE put out there, oh, we stand with our black talent and the, the black and brown community across America, and then somebody puts up the super cut of the, all the racist bullshit gimmicks and, and, and stuff that they've had over the, you know, decades. It would just be like, oh, really? So you're not a, you don't have a subsidiary company that fucking has this tentacle porn fucking series that's like, you know, super borderline. Yeah, they they, they not. Oh, wrestling industry been um, fucked up and racist, and been raping women for over a hundred years and stuff like this because it is a it is a mirror of the culture that we're going through. You still seeing black people being killed in the streets today when your grand, great great grandfather was still slaves. So at best, it don't even they've been doing this for the longest. So just pointing out one company. When, to me, to be honest, and I know I've said this to you before on here, Travis, that I said the whole indie scene needs to end anyway. They needed to end it. And I know people are like, well, these people got to work. Well, to be able to regrow and redo, you got to end something. So something got to end, and then it needs to be rebuilt. Uh, and if you don't handle stuff by a certain way, you out, you take out the people who can't do it this way. If you can't do it like a PC and you cover everybody's charge and you make sure everybody's safe and make sure they get to their room, back to their room, and back to wherever they're going, then you shouldn't be in it in the first place. And then we need to get rid of Vince because if he the father of all this, he have accusations and stuff like that that he done skated right. through. And then you see today um, he said he ain't stopping taping. They done asked him three times to stop it, like people within his own company, he say no. So – <laughs> he don't care. Yeah, and, and, yeah. nothing like would ever change as long as as long as Spence is at the helm. I mean, he literally. I mean, he's. What was that? Ten, twelve years ago, where he showed some nineteen-year-old masseuse's balls and had to get out of there, get out of the legal jeopardy that that caused, and all kinds of, you know, the fucking referee, the the, the female ref from the eighties that. Yeah, uh, was Kim and Linda and sued. sued be of, quiet, made her be quiet. All kinds of stuff. It's just like, well, if that's 
the person running it. Why would we expect anything? And a lot of that is on us. Again, we done gave Vince all, all a lot of our money over the last twenty years, and probably more. Pretty so, good. you know, we there's some uh, we enabled him in a lot of ways. Now, if we, the three of us, stopped, they did give a time for the last twenty fucking years. It wouldn't have mattered, but that's not the point. Um, Accountability. You gotta be like, hey, yeah, I, I was a part of that in some way, and, and we are. Yeah. But and um, to touch on one thing that Cam had said. Yeah. Uh, um, to touch on one thing Cam said earlier about people who say, uh, come out and say, well, um, innocent until proven guilty and stuff like that, and about the abusers and stuff like that. Being that I know we all black here. I don't I remember a time when ever, any of us have ever been seen as innocent until proven guilty, and we always have to be guilty, and uh, we're guilty until proven innocent. You know, it's many stories of innocent black men getting, um, they charges read to them. The, the famous one up there in New York when the president himself said that they should be sent to death, and it wasn't that way. So for mm-hmm. people to even to come out and say, even state that, and start stating that, and, these, and a lot of these people are people who, on they, you can see on their Twitter feeds or in their names, they like Black Lives Matter. That's why I don't be dealing with all that. You tagging a post, or you coming out and giving a generic statement only once, because when other incidents happen, you get you you tell who you really are anyway, and that you only doing it to begin some type of clout or just to fit in with what's going on today. Because what you these people who getting accused, they in a more different spot than us regular people anyway. So, okay, Sammy Guerrero has some he has time and he has the means to be able to recover if he wants to or if he if if he has to. So if you didn't say it, if you somebody like that who being accused and you get off from it, you fight it, you take it you take it to court, you fight your way back and then you recover. Then that kills all the negative people who are following you anyway, and you keep the positive people because smart individuals will come back to you once you're proven right, and they'll tell you, well, we just had to wait and see it out. But just coming out and using that as an argument just to save somebody who's been accused as an abuser and stuff like that is not right. And I only feel like they only do that because it's their favorite white person um, who they like to see roustled and stuff like that. But when it's the other way around, um, we've been it's, it's whole race of people being laid on label as criminals and rapists for they whole thing. Remember, the president came out and said that everybody who's Spanish descent ain't nothing but criminals and rapists, and they seen that way and been seen that way for generations. And that's not um, um innocent until proven guilty. So that's why I hate when people say that. When the more people who say that is the more people who expose themselves to me. That shouldn't even be a comment. Because even if you feel that way, keep that to yourself and let the and just let it play out by itself. We don't need you saying that. That's something that everybody knows. But America don't go by in the first place. Okay. Like Appreciate you. Get to choose you with. Like that. Yeah, for sure. You absolutely get to choose who you get down with. And so, like when people are like, it's a witch hunt and this and that. I'm like, yo, like the process is in most cases above us anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't. Sammy Gibbard is going to be fine. 
like I think I think that's kind of the crux of everything. Like one way or another, he's going to be fine, and we shouldn't be all about okay. This, 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 specifically to the Sammy Guevara situation, that's even as deplorable as like why would that come out of your mouth? That's still a thought. That's still a thing he said. As terrible as as it is, it's not action. He should not be thrown in the same fucking pile as a yeah. Joey Ryan nobody, or a, nobody wants him in prison. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. A wrestling job. Nobody wants you in jail <laughs> for what you said. We just think you're a fucking idiot, and we don't want right. to be around it's just you. Right, some dumb and shit, and I'm certainly going to now have it. How can I not keep an eye on you? If that's a thing that just sprung into your mind that yeah. that you would then verbalize, I'm like, okay, there's a uh, there's something that I need to, uh, you know, <laughs> keep an eye on. Just, just. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. You you said a thing. Now I gotta. But again, he shouldn't be thrown in the rapist pile. <laughs> Clear. But uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, what a lively uh, discussion we've had here tonight. I appreciate everybody that called in uh, and participated. Uh, Cam, thanks for your time and your energy and your 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 educated and well thought out thoughts uh, on subjects at I hand. Absolutely. Um, we'll be back next week, uh, same time, same channel. Free folks, the ride ends here. Uh, Rich and I will be by for VIP for another hour or so of content. So if you're a VIP member, click over and uh, listen to Rich and I talk more uh, about these subjects, get his thoughts. We'll certainly be doing our, our book club gimmick as boyable lady reads some books this week. So, yeah. Uh, thanks everybody. We'll get it y'all next week. Never be nothing less. Champion, grand piano.